Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today, the Input Output podcast goes Hollywood with stories about two very different actresses. Skateboarder and actress Raquel Vinberg stars as Camille in the new HBO series Betty, which centers on a diverse group of young women making their way in the male-dominated New York City skate scene. Hi, Camille. Hey, what's up? Vinberg, who's 21, lives in Bushwick, Brooklyn, where she's currently sheltering in place with her roommate, Moonbear, another of Betty's stars. Over the course of one week, InputMag.com checked in daily with Vinberg to see how she's coping with life in quarantine. Here's how it went. Day one, Thursday. Today I had a Zoom class because I'm in school. Honestly, like, okay, so I don't do this for all of them, but for this one, I just, you can do this thing where you just don't put your video on or mic. So I just kind of let it sit and don't, I don't really participate in this one. I just kind of let it sit like I'm there and I just eat my breakfast and watch other videos online. I think I'm going to go for a walk. I think I'm going to go for a walk, yeah. I usually listen to music when I walk. Just try to, like, think about stuff. That's usually when I'll think about stuff or decompress. It's like something to do. Day two, Friday. Yeah, I went on the walk, and it was all right because I had to wear a mask. When I'm breathing, I have glasses, so it fogs up the glasses. So pretty much I was walking, like, blindly, and... um couldn't breathe, but it was still nice to walk and feel my body moving. Betty, the TV show on HBO, is coming out in one week, and it kind of just feels surreal that it's coming out. It feels very distant, because it was filmed last summer, and now we're in a totally different world, pretty much. I'm excited for the show to come out, but it's making me think about the summer that I don't know if we're going to have. Day three, Saturday. This morning I went and I skated outside for the first time in a long time. It felt really good. It kind of just, you know, it's weird because usually I skate with people. When I was younger, I didn't skate with anybody because nobody skated where I lived. So it was, uh, it kind of felt like how it used to feel when I was in high school. It feels like more of like a meditation, I guess, because uh, you're not talking to anybody. You're very much in the moment and can't really think about other things, I guess, or it just feels like kind of like a meditation, I think. Day four, Sunday. It's been really rainy in New York because I used to like rainy days because it was kind of like a break and I wouldn't feel bad about not going outside or skating. But now, since we're stuck inside a lot more, everyone, I like when it's nice out because it's just like something to bring the mood up. I think it's going to be a while and things aren't going to be the same. And just wondering, like, it's almost just like a curiosity, like, wow, what's going to happen next? Especially for kids my age, because we're all in our early 20s. And this is supposed to be when we go out into the world and figure ourselves out. But now it's kind of like everything's crashed for us. So we're, we're kind of starting our adulthood um, with this. Day five, Monday. Well, I've just been inside and looking at YouTube videos. I've been watching like random home videos from like the 60s and 50s. I like looking at that kind of stuff for some reason. Or like Brooklyn in 
a different time. I just think it's cool seeing how things change and how things stay the same. Things just seemed like more simple back then. Day six, Tuesday. Last night, I, I spoke to my friend Leslie on the phone for like five hours, talked about life in general. And then uh, we took the uh, Myers-Briggs uh, personality test. <laughs> but it's super accurate. Definitely um, being like hard on yourself. That was accurate. I guess it comes from just a, probably insecurity and uh, comes from just like wanting to be the best that I can. Oh, another thing, like liking people, but not liking being around people too much. If you ask all the girls, like if I don't get invited to an event, I'll be like, dang, you guys didn't invite me. But I usually won't even go if I'm invited. Day seven, Wednesday. Last night, Moonbear and I got packages in the mail from Betty from HBO. It comes with two boards and a sweatshirt and a projector and like a tie-dye thing. It was crazy. So much like cool little stuff. In the future, I hope that this pandemic isn't going on, but I hope that um, I just appreciate hanging out with people more and don't take it for granted. Yeah, I definitely miss New York City. I haven't been there in like two months. Yeah, when this is over, I'm gonna definitely go to the city and skate around and just soak it all up and just enjoy being around people. You know, being inside and alone is really nice and it's good to recharge, but the real stuff is with people outside and when you're free out in the world. You can follow Raquel on Twitter at Raquel Vinberg. Now on to today's second story. InputMag.com editor Ryan Houlihan loves Fran Drescher, the star of the 90s sitcom The Nanny. What he doesn't like is that Fran has been spreading conspiracy theories linking 5G to cancer and coronavirus. Ryan recently wrote an open letter to the actress trying to set her straight. Here he is reading an excerpt. Fran, let me start by saying I love you. I love The Nanny. I loved you in Cinderella on Broadway. I have seen all the Hotel Transylvania movies in theaters. With your big hair and your powerful accent, you are practically a member of my extended family. I love you, Fran. Which is why, for the first and hopefully last time in my life, I am begging you, and John Cusack, and Wiz Khalifa, and M.I.A., and Woody Harrelson, to shut the fuck up. Thank you very much for joining me, Ryan. Hi, it's good to be here. So as you mentioned in that section that you just read, there are a bunch of celebrities who've raised 5G conspiracy theories that 5G causes cancer or coronavirus. Why did you choose to address Fran Drescher in particular? Fran, for a long time, has had strongly held political beliefs that I know align with my own. And she also feels like someone who's been a presence in my life my entire life. I've always really liked her. I've always really identified with her. And when I said she feels like an extended member of my family, that was true. She reminds me of my aunts and uncles and family friends from Long Island. And I've been frustrated with some of the conspiracy theories they've bought into recently. And so I felt like I had to save Fran if I could save anyone. Oh, thank you. Why are these 5G conspiracy theories so common, do you think? I think people don't understand how technology works and conspiracy theories provide you with an easy answer to complex problems. And they simplify what can be an overwhelming amount of stress and anxiety about the future and about our place in it and the effects of the technology, which is flooded into our lives so much faster than I think anyone really imagined, especially if you're older or less 
savvy with tech, it can give you a really simple way of understanding it and contextualizing it. It's fair to say from reading the piece that you're pro-5G? I am pro-technology. I'm pro-science. 5G is something that, you know, hopefully it works. Hopefully it's affordable. Hopefully most people can access the progress that it represents. But I don't feel strongly one way or the other about a particular technology. So say Fran Drescher were listening to this podcast right now. You've articulated it very well in your piece, but what would you say to her if you had her for a minute or two? I would tell her that... Even as people with left-wing viewpoints, we need to understand that just because a corporation does something or is involved in something, it doesn't make it a conspiracy. It doesn't mean that science has been faked or covered up. You know, we can come at things from distrusting authority and we can come at things from distrusting, especially people with whose motives are very transparent. And if you're a telecom, you're a monopoly whose motives are basically just to make money. And we know that and we know we need to rein them in. But It doesn't mean that the independent science that has been conducted on their products is suddenly invalidated. I would ask her to dig deep and to think about all of the scientists who work at universities and all of the scientists around the world in the international community that have participated in technologies like 5G or Wi-Fi and assure us that it's safe. They're the same kind of scientists that have proven that climate change is impacting our planet. And I would ask her to take the same level of humbleness to this topic that we bring to climate change, since neither of us are climate scientists. Oh, yeah? Well, you asked for it, Buster. But this isn't going to lessen your love for Fran Drescher, is it? Of course not. I love Fran Drescher. I, I love the nanny. I will. If Fran Drescher was to star in anything, she, she, she could do a podcast. I would love if she did a podcast. I will be there. I will show up. I'm excited about her new sitcom. This doesn't change anything about that. All of this, all that this does is it helps me understand that she's human, just like my own family members who I still love and still interact with. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Houlihan, and I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of tech and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on whichever podcast app you use. Thank you for listening.